podcast in McKinsey. Unit 1, Chapter 2, Page 56. Reading. Wuthering Heights is a novel by Emily Bronte, published in 1847. This intense, solidly imagined novel is distinguished from other novels of the period by its dramatic and poetic presentation. The story is told by Lockwood, whose narrative serves as the frame for a series of retrospective shorter narratives by Ellen Dean, a housekeeper. The story is about the impact of the orphan Heathcliff on the two families, the Earnshaws and the Lintons, in a remote Yorkshire district at the end of the 18th century. Disillusioned by the marriage of Cathy Earnshaw, who shares his stormy nature and whom he loves, to the gentle and prosperous Edgar Linton, Heathcliff plans a revenge on both families, extending into the second generation. Cathy's death in childbirth fails to set him free from his obsession with her, which persists until his death. The marriage of the surviving heirs of Earnshaw and Linton restores peace. You will read a short extract from Chapter 3 of Wuthering Heights. Mr. Lockwood, the narrator, is visiting Wuthering Heights, the house where Heathcliff, the main character, lives. Because Mr. Lockwood is attacked by Heathcliff's dogs and because of an unexpected snowstorm, he decides to spend the night at the place. In the middle of the night, the wind is blowing hard outside. Mr. Lockwood wakes up as he hears what seems to be a tree knocking on the window. When he decides to check it, he has a big surprise. Wuthering Heights, extracts from Chapter 3. I listened doubtingly an instant, detected the disturber, then turned and dozed and dreamt again. This time I remembered I was lying in the oak closet and I heard distinctly the gusty wind and the driving of the snow. I heard also the bow repeat its teasing sound and ascribed it to the right cause, but it annoyed me so much that I resolved to silence it, if possible. I must stop it, I muttered, knocking my knuckles through the glass and stretching an arm out to seize the inopportune branch, instead of which... My fingers closed on the fingers of a little, ice-cold hand. The intense horror of nightmare came over me. I tried to draw back my arm, but the hand clung to it, and a most melancholy voice sobbed, Let me in. Let me in. Who are you? I asked, struggling, meanwhile, to disengage myself. Catherine Linton, it replied shiveringly. I'm come home. I'd lost my way on the moor. As it spoke, I discerned obscurely a child's face looking through the window. Terror made me cruel. Still the voice wailed, Let me in, and maintained its tenacious grip, almost maddening me with fear. How can I? I said at length. Let me go if you want me to let you in. The fingers relaxed. I snatched mine through the hole, hurriedly piled the books up in a pyramid against it, and stopped my ears to exclude the lamentable prayer. I seemed to keep them closed above a quarter of an hour, yet the instant I listened again, there was the doleful cry moaning on. "'Be gone!' I shouted. "'I'll never let you in. 
Not if you beg for twenty years. It's twenty years, moaned the voice. Twenty years I've been away f- for twenty years.